Today on I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews, I review the 1994 Christmas comedy, The Santa Claus. Somebody's on the roof. Maybe it's Santa. Not now, Charlie. This Christmas, Scott Calvin's getting into the spirit the only way he can. Hey, you! Uh, 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 uh. Whoa! By accident. If something should happen to me, put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. He's Santa! You killed him! Did not. Put on the suit, he fell subject to the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus? What does that mean? It means you put on the suit, you're the big guy. Ha! Santa? How can your clothes are so baggy? Do you want this doll or not? Go back to sleep. I shave in the morning, in the afternoon, I look like this. Oh my God. Calvin, you wait. What happened? Beastie. What, you put on a little weight? Does this look like a little weight to you? You look distressed. I'm way past distress. I'm talking to an elf. He's not Santa. Oh, my God. He is too Santa. Wait, I'm not done. Fax me. This is our perpetrator. This one's not going to be easy to find. Uh, won't the uh, bright red suit and beard give him away? <laughs> Who's down there? Santa, you're fatter this year. Have a piece of fruit, for God's sake. This holiday season... Incoming! Tim Allen is giving... Till it hurts. Johnny, naughty. <laughs> Gary, nice. <laughs> Veronica, very nice. The Santa Claus. You're a 1,200-year-old elf? You look pretty good for your age. Thanks, but I'm seeing someone in rapping. Welcome to episode 126 of I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. I am your host, Mikkel Ford. Today we're going to be talking about the 1994 Christmas comedy, The Santa Claus. We're going to talk about how I saw it as a kid. But first, let's talk about the technical, shall we? This movie was directed by John Pasquin. The screenplay was written by... Leo Benvenuti? I think I'm saying that right, right? Benvenuti, Leo Benvenuti, and Steve Rudnick. You know, these these industry people got weird names. Uh, But those are the names. Uh, The budget for the movie was $22 million, and it brought in $190.3 million at the box office. I would say that's a huge success. Uh some uh fun casting news uh that you probably didn't know uh bill murray and chevy chase were originally offered the role of the santa claus scott kelvin but they both turned it down uh chase turned it down because of scheduling conflicts he was uh filming another movie i guess or a show or something 
and Murray just didn't want to do it. You know, <laughs> Bill Murray just didn't want to do the movie. Uh, other people that were considered for the uh, Scott Kelvin role, the, the Santa Claus role, was, were Tom Selleck, Tom Hanks, and Mel Gibson. Uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Daniels, Stanley Tucci, and Bradley Whitford were considered for the role of Neil Miller, the uh, the stepfather. Patricia Richardson, who already plays Tim Allen's wife on Home Improvement, Patricia Clarkson and Patricia Heaton were all considered for the role of Scott Kelvin's ex-wife, Laura Miller. So a lot of Patricias, though, a lot of Patricias, like all Patricias. They couldn't pick any other actress. They were all named Patricia. That tripped me out. That was like, wait, I was like Patricia Richardson. Patricia Clarkson and Patricia Heaton <laughs> all of them and one of them are like I said Patricia Richardson already plays at the time was playing Tim Allen's wife on Home Improvement so <laughs> she would have been playing his ex-wife in this movie but yeah that's that that's the casting news this movie has a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes which not is pretty decent you know, it's still considered it's still considered fresh. So, got so we, now that we got that out of the way, um, let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I remember my dad buying this movie for me on VHS. Uh, that's all I remember. I re- I do remember watching it a lot as a kid. I do remember watching it a lot as a kid. I was like what ten years old when I saw this movie. So I remember watching it a lot when I was 10, but like, I don't remember anything special about it. I don't remember why I liked to watch it very much. I think it was just because I was bored. Me and my sister used to watch the movie pretty much because we were bored and we had nothing to do. You know, (laughs) when we were bored and had nothing to do and nine times out of 10, we were fighting, you know, like nine times out of 10, we probably like fighting each other or getting on each other's nerves but other than that we're watching movies you know so like if we're bored and we're just tired of like messing with each other or fighting each other or something like that we'll just be like let's watch a movie and we will one of the movies we will watch is uh the santa claus (laughs) that's one of the movies we will watch but let's see how i feel about this movie as an adult uh we follow scott kelvin played by tim allen who is pretty much he's pretty much the workaholic dad who doesn't spend time with his son you know that old trope which i hate that trope with a passion i hate that trope uh uh they did the same thing with uh, arnold schwarzenegger and jingle all the way it, like he didn't have time for his son and something spectacular had to happen for him to realize that his son was important like his son is more important than work. He had to get the, he had to get the epiphany. He was like, "My son is more important than work," and then he just blows off work and shit like that. You know, <laughs> like at the end, you know, you you seen those type of movies at the end of the day. They're like, like because like at the beginning of movies, like the kids like you don't spend time with us, and the wife's like busting his balls for not spending time with his kid and spending time with the family and shit like that, and then like something spectacular or like life-threatening happens and then at the end he's with his family and then like the boss comes around or some shit 
like the boss comes around and they're just like, hey, um, we got some paperwork over here. Like, you're going to come and do it? And like, and he's like, you know what, Bob, you handle it. I'm going to go spend some time with my kids. You know, some shit like that. I think they did that at the end of Three Ninjas, too. Like, Three Ninjas isn't even really about that. But, like, their dad is a workaholic. He's an FBI agent. Like, the dad in Three Ninjas is an FBI agent. So, like, of course he's working all the goddamn time. You know? I think they did that at the end of Three Ninjas. It was like uh, Clifton Powell. It was actually Clifton Powell was his partner or something like that. And he was like, hey, Sam. Hey, Sam, we got a lot of paperwork to deal with. You want to come help me over here? And he was just like, you know what? You handle it. I'm going to spend time with my kids. You know? (laughs) And I was like, that's bullshit. Because your boss is like, hey, you walk off the job, you fired. You know? (laughs) You can't just walk off job. Like, in the middle of... You can't be in the middle of the job and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go spend time with my kids. And like, and they were like, "You're gonna spend a lot of time with your kids because you're fired." You know, like that's what the fuck they gonna do. But um, and also Scott Kelvin lives in a big ass house. He lives in a big ass house. Do you think he could maintain that type of house by sitting at home, spending time with his son? No, 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 he can't. I'm not going to lie, like, these type of movies used to get me as a kid because I used to try that same shit on my dad. Like, I used to try that same shit on my dad because he worked a lot. It was like, uh, there was a point, there was at a point with my dad where, like, my dad would, like, work all night and sleep all day because, like, he worked nights. He was, like, the, uh, he was, like, the night manager at a huge, uh, grocery store. You know, it was kind of like, um, uh, in New Orleans, we had Schwegman's. We had Schwegmans, and like my dad was kind of my dad was like the night stock manager there, and he had to be there at night. You know, like they're, they're stocking stuff. He has to keep like reports, and you know, they hey, you, you, they got this, and we got this, and blah 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 blah. So he's there, like he he's there till like from like maybe like seven p.m. to like six a.m. Because I remember. Uh, he actually took me to work with him when I was about like 11. I think I was like 11 or 12 years old. And he was like, you want to come to, he, cause he's pretty much like, you want to come to work with me, boy? And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> so I like, cause like, I loved, I like, I loved being around my dad. I love doing stuff with my dad. And so he was like, you want to take, you want, you want to come to work with me? And I was like, yeah. And so he had me, um, I think this is like the time like our car broken down like we had a we had like a red uh ford escort we had a red ford escort and like our car broken down so we had to take the bus so like because like he he didn't have the money at the time to fix our car so so, yeah this is like 1996 1997 so um i think he got he he got it fixed like later or something like that like in 1997 so i think it was like 1996 but um he took me to work with him and we were doing all the things he had to do. He had to keep inventory. He had to stack the, had to stack the stuff. He had to help, help everybody stack up like on the shelves and all this stuff and, you know, keep things moving. 
Uh, I tried to help out. I ended up falling asleep like three hours in or some shit. <laughs> I think I ended up falling asleep. You know, I wake up on like a goddamn, I wake up on a goddamn bench somewhere, you know, in like the back, at the back of the store, you know, <laughs> and that store is like, that store is huge. It was a big store. So like, I'm in the back of the store on a bench. Like, I guess he picked me up and like, had me, let me sleep on the bench and he just went back to work, you know, so it was pretty much, I think he told me about this shit too, I think he told me, like, when I woke up, he was like, well, you failed, you know, <laughs> it was pretty much, pretty much like, hey, you failed at being a night, failed at being a night stocksman, stockman, or whatever the fuck, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was like, it was like, I've always, I've never been, I've never been really suited for a nine-five, I've never, which is why I'm, which is why I'm doing this shit right now, you know, like, which, which is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this. I'm doing like other like gig shit, you know. You know, like I've never like never really been suited for it. It's like cause I remember there was another time he took me to work. I woke up late, and he chewed me out for that. You know, so, <laughs> I think I was like 15 at the time because like he because he like you want to come to work with me because he was working because like he was working at a, at a at a at a pool place at the time. And he was like, hey, you want to come to work with me? Like, we're opening a new store. And, like, they were setting up the new store. And my dad told me, I'm going off on a rant right now. I'm sorry. I'll get back to the movie. Um, well, my dad told me, be up and ready at 6 o'clock. He told me this. Be up and ready at 6 o'clock. My dad called me, uh, and he was like, are you up? My dad called me, and it woke me up. It was like 6.30, I think. Uh, I think he was waiting for me. I think he was waiting for me, and I think he was waiting for me. And it woke me up, and I got I got dressed as fast as I could, and I got in the car, and my dad chewed me the fuck out. You know, he chewed me out for being late. Like it was, a, it was an intense shoot. It was like it was, it was, it was an intense, like, just verbal ass whooping. But uh, you know, <laughs> he chewed me out because like he's late. He was like, because he was like, you know, you being late is ma- you being late is making me be late, is what he said. And he was like, I don't like. And he told me like, if I ask you to be on time and come to work with me, and you ain't on time, I'm leaving your ass. He was like, this is your final warning. That's what he told me. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh but yeah, man, but like I used to, but back to the story. Um, I used to try this shit with my dad. Cause like my dad worked all night, slept all day at the time. Um, and I used to try to do that. You know, you don't spend time with us, dad shit on him. And he just simply said, you like to eat, right? And I was like, oh shit, you're right. I do like to eat. You know? <laughs> that was basically it. I was like, yeah, I do like to eat. You know what? You you go to work. You know, like, go to work. But <laughs> I snapped out of that shit real quick. And ever since then, I've never liked that shit. They're like, I hate movies that villainize dads for taking care of their families. You know, I hate that shit with passion i just said that shit like i hate it but uh scott 
is also divorced, like probably because he doesn't spend enough time with his wife, you know, and you know, like she's probably she was probably complaining too, like you don't spend any time with me, and blah 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 blah. I want to go to the opera or some dumb shit or whatever, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, and that like that's kind of like the difference between. Uh, white marriages and black marriages like it's the difference between like why white men get a divorce and why black men get a divorce like white guys wives divorce them because they don't have enough time black guys wives divorce them because they don't have enough money you know (laughs) that's basically it you know you know like that's that's it was like man you ain't got enough because like a black woman could really give a shit how much time you spend at work you know <laughs> she really could she was like as long as you bringing in that goddamn money she don't give a fuck you know how much time you spend in that work yeah go work that overtime um but uh white women are just like oh you're never home you're, you're never. i was like and like the white guy's like bitch how you how you expect me to afford this lavish life <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm working Bitch, shut up. But uh, anyway, uh, sorry. I'm sorry for getting real heavy on the Santa Claus review. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so back to the movie. Back to the movie. Wendy Crewson plays uh, Scott's ex-wife, Laura. She's kind of an ice cream. She's kind of an ice queen at the beginning. At the beginning. You know, like, she's that, she's that run-of-the-mill ex-wife. That run-of-the-mill ball-busting ex-wife. You know, um, Eric Lloyd plays uh, Scott's son, Charlie, and Judge Reinhold plays Neil, Wendy's new husband, who is a uh, psychiatrist. Uh, Neil is kind of creepy. Like, he gives me serial killer vibes, like, from the jump. Uh, Like, just a real, real creepy man is neil uh but charlie charlie has to spend christmas with scott and he kind of doesn't want to uh for some reason charlie likes neil more (laughs) like he likes his stepfather more and i don't get why he does because like i said serial killer vibes but as you get the as you get the no charlie charlie is kind of a little brat kind of a little brat like he needs his ass whooped like every now and again like he needs his ass whooped like just like certain things that he does like he's like i don't want to be here i don't want to do this like he's talking back to his father and shit like that i was like no nigga you don't shut the fuck up i'll be like i'm like i'm I'm gonna whoop your ass But, but anyway um I like how this movie puts a little bit of Tim Allen's humor in it. Like, they got him, like, burning turkeys and shit. Like, that's some shit he would probably do on Home Improvement. Like, it's like watching an hour-long episode of Home Improvement with Santa Claus in it, you know? <laughs> one one uh, thing I would like to point out, it's really small detail. Really small detail. Uh, Tim Allen's sleep attire is just a t-shirt and some boxer shorts. And I wanted to point that out because I relate to this because that's what I sleep in. You know, <laughs> that's what I sleep in. Like, you know, 
like how they be having these movies like they be having these movies where like you have like people be sleeping in like full silk pajamas and shit you know like that's not realistic that's not realistic you know like you're gonna be sleeping what's comfortable in what's comfortable like shorts and a t-shirt sometimes no shorts sometimes no shirt sometimes naked who knows who knows how you like to sleep Sometimes I like to sleep naked. I know that's TMI, but like sometimes I like to sleep naked. But uh Yeah, but like ain't nobody really sleeping in no full silk pajamas. That shit is hot. You ever had silk pajamas on? Like I think I had like a pair of silk pajamas one time. I stopped doing that shit. I was like this shit is hot. I am not wearing this again. <laughs> like it's hot as fuck. But it's just a small detail. I like how how they made that realistic. Uh Charlie wakes Scott up and tells him that he heard a noise on the roof. Uh, Charlie thinks it's Santa. Scott thinks it's them goons, if you know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> he thinks it's them goons. They coming up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, can I say that I hate Charlie? Well, I hate Charlie because Charlie doesn't fucking listen. Charlie doesn't listen to anything. That fucking Scott tells him to do. Like his dad told him. To stay his little ass in the room. Just in case them boys got that heat for them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like they place they got that cold steel and that high heat. You know what I'm saying? But what does Charlie little dumbass do? Run his little ass out the room. That's what he do. Like I can't believe that. I used to relate to this kid as a child. Because I was never this disobedient as a child. (laughs) Never this disobedient as a child. Like, Charlie don't listen to shit his daddy tell him to do. Nothing. But anyway, uh, Scott goes to check out out the noise. And he finds Santa on his roof. And he kills Santa. (laughs) Like, Santa falls off the roof. It's kind of dark. Like, he falls off the roof and, like, busts his head. Like, you don't see Santa's head. Like, Santa's head is gone. And then he, like, fucking evaporates. <laughs> like, he, it was like he evaporates and it's just, like, the Santa suit there. Kind of dark. Kind of dark for a kid's movie. Kind of dark for a Disney movie. Um, so, Scott's the new Santa Claus because he killed Santa Claus. So, it's kind of like Highlander. You know how Highlander, when, like, you got to kill, like, another Highlander, you chop his head off. Santa's head's gone. Chop Santa, you chop up uh, the Highlander's head off, and then you like the new Highlander, you know, because there can be only one, you know. Highlander review coming one of these days, letting you know. Um, the special, the special effects in this movie have not aged well. Like Terminator, Terminator Two, this movie is not like, which is funny because this movie came out like three years after T Two, so like that's kind of embarrassing. That a movie that came out three years before has better special effects than you. <laughs> but uh, Scott and Charlie get dropped off in the North Pole, and they make they make the North Pole look like the Bat Cave. You know, <laughs> like the North, like the North Pole looks like the Bat Bat Cave. Like it has a secret passageway and like everything. It's like it's full of small children running running around. Like it's a pedophile's dream. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh Scott meets Bernard, the assistant pip I mean 
the head elf, played by uh, David Crumholtz. Uh, Bernard tells Scott that uh, Santa is dead. Pretty much, that's pretty much what he tells. Him. He's like, pretty much like Santa's dead. You're the new Santa Claus. You know, so so fucking deal with it. Cause Scott is like kind of trying to deny it. He's like, I don't want to be Santa Claus. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to be Santa Claus? Pretty much. And then like Bernard's like, you gotta understand this shit. You the new Santa Claus. Deal with it. Come back here next year, and you go be Santa Claus again. Until somebody throws you off a roof or some shit, you know, like until somebody kills you. That's the only way you can become Santa Claus is if you kill Santa. Like I said, dark undertones, <laughs> very dark undertones in this movie. You got to kill Santa Claus in order to become Santa Claus. Dark ass shit. Some dark shit. Um, but yeah, like, he, he has no Mrs. Claus, by the way, like. Uh, miss, uh, Mrs. Claus just doesn't come automatically with the Santa gig, so it's just Santa Claus and no Mrs. Claus. I guess he got to find that himself. But uh, Scott thinks this like whole Santa Claus thing was all a dream because he wakes up the next day in his house. But Charlie remembers everything that happened that night, and everyone, including his parents, start to think he's crazy. And I love every fucking minute of it. I love every minute of it. Because, like, there's a scene. There's a scene where his mom walks in on him pretending to be Santa Claus. And she she has this look of concern on her face. And it's hilarious. Like, the, the, the little nigga starts seeing, like, reindeer and shit. You know, like, he looks, he looks crazy. He looks crazy. Um, but then, like, Scott starts transforming into Santa Claus. Like, he physically starts transforming into Santa Claus. Like, he starts getting fat overnight. Like, he starts eating a lot. And he grows, like, a a big white beard. And then this starts to make Scott look crazy. This starts to make Scott look crazy. Uh, and, like, his his ex-wife and Neil start uh thinking he's crazy and they start overacting they start like overreacting and shit but i really think scott's ex-wife and neil they they started overreacting just so they could take his son away from him you know like neil neil want to be new daddy so bad with his fucking ugly bill cosby sweaters (laughs) like neil's an fuck neil man i don't like neil i don't like neil at all like fuck him um, so Scott loses visitation rights with his son, like, cause his son goes in with, uh, I guess a lawyer or something. And he tells, I guess he tells the lawyer that his dad is Santa Claus and his dad and like the lawyer is like, okay, this little kid's off his fucking rocker. I don't know what he's telling him. I don't know what this man is telling him. So he loses his visitation right, rights. So... Scott kidnaps Charlie and brings him to the North Pole. You know? <laughs> and Scott's ex-wife like calls the police on him. And then the police start like terrorizing everyone in a Santa suit. Like they even terrorize a black Santa. Poor black Santa. Black Santa ain't do nothing to deserve this. You know, it's, that was uncalled for. But hey, they're not the police if they're not harassing a black man. You know, 
So that's that's just that's just the part of the game. Uh, but the police end up arresting Scott. Uh, they find Scott in the house, like they arrest him, and the elves break him out. Like they send like this uh like this elf, this elite like covert elf army team or some shit. They go break Scott out of uh jail and so he gets out of jail and he's he's delivering the presents and all this shit and he brings charlie back and like he finally convinces his ex-wife that he is santa claus and she drops all this shit he gets to see his kid everybody lives happily ever after neil uh loses his goddamn mind you know and we don't see him after that too much, but uh, that's pretty much it. That's the movie. Overall, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I I enjoyed the plot of the movie. Uh, the plot wasn't too the plot wasn't too sugary, sugary sweet. Um, it, it was actually it was actually like I said, dark. Like this movie is low key dark. The Santa Claus is low key a dark ass movie because. Just the just the 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 way that you become Santa Claus, like you gotta die, like someone has to kill you for the other for the other person to become Santa Claus. It's just it's it's just some dark shit. There's some dark shit in this goddamn movie. They deal with uh, schizophrenia, you know, pretty much low key. They deal with body dysmorphia, low key in this movie. Like a lot of a lot of dark. A lot of dark undertones in this movie, man. A lot of dark shit in this movie. It's still actually funny. It's still really funny. I enjoyed Tim Allen. I enjoyed every every minute that Tim Allen was on screen in this movie. I believe this was his first movie. Like, after he hit it big with Home Improvement. And, like, he was very popular in the 90s. He was very popular in the 90s. And, like, they had to capitalize on that shit, like, real fast. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we got to capitalize on this before this before this is gone, you know? So... But yeah, um, I would recommend this movie. It was, it was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a, not a two out of five. I'm going to give it a five out of five. Surprisingly. Join me next week when I review Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Until next time, peace.